Welcome to Cat Chat, the pet talk podcast devoted to the physical and emotional well-being of cats and their people. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give your kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. My co-host is the feline expert, Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. The show is brought to you with the generous support of Dr. Elsie's, a company privately owned by Dr. Bruce Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose mission has been to personally formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats, so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie also created his own cat food, Clean Protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs because they're based on the protein a cat eats naturally. Clean Protein is the first dry cat food I can recommend because it's based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival which brings together short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. It would be impossible for me to bring this delightful joy to people without Dr. Elsie's generosity. The 5th Annual New York Cat Film Festival will premiere this fall in New York City and then travel to theaters across America and Canada, with a portion of every ticket going to local cat welfare organizations. Please show your appreciation of Dr. Elsie's support by choosing their products whenever you can. I can't believe I met the woman who invented the cat travel backpack where the cat has a porthole to look out. I walked by her booth at the pet convention and I practically screamed because I had had the most wonderful movie in the New York Cat Film Festival years ago about Japan and how cat crazy the people are in Japan. And they showed this man who put his cat from his office into his backpack and then got on the subway. And I thought, nah, not really. And now it turns out the streets of New York City are actually traveled by people wearing Emily Meisner's travel backpacks from Travel Cat. Emily, I couldn't believe that you made a, have a business, made a business, created a business around people that want to put their cats in a container and take them around the world with them. How cool are you? Oh, thank you so much. You're great, really cool great. because I think even cats that aren't necessarily the, the boldest and the bravest might think it's pretty wonderful to look out at the world and not have the world bother them because they're protected inside <laughs> their, their backpack. When did this revelation happen to you that you could not only make such a thing but get a cat to want to do it and then, wait, I'll make a business out of it? When did this happen? <laughs> How did this happen? Well, my... My husband and I are both serial entrepreneurs, and in 2017, we rescued a kitten on a whim and had never had any plans or discussions about getting a pet or a cat, never had cats before. Really? And we became, yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, um, and we became cat people hard and fast, and <laughs> we, we uh, noticed a couple of things. Um, you know, one, as entrepreneurs, we noticed there was a big lack of companies dedicated to cats and cat people True. that cats often seem to be the afterthought when it came to products. And also that there were a lot of misnomers about having a cat, you know, that cats are 
lazy and easy and they sleep all day and you don't need to do anything with them. And we just really found this space in the market for people who are looking for high quality products to go outside the house with their cat, whether that was because they wanted to, because they want to give their cat extra stimulation and enrichment and exercise or because they need to, you know, because they're just going to the vet as everyone should or traveling or moving or even say in the case of an emergency. That's a really good point because holding a container, a crate of some kind is very different than having the cat on your body really safely attached to you. And the emergency one is a really good point. I guess we, unfortunately, with climate change, you just see more and more terrible emergencies happening, even in countries like Italy, where suddenly there are these huge floods and people are have to rush out of their houses on short notice. If you had a cat that was used to being in a backpack, you put the kid in the front pack and the cat in the backpack and you're out the door. But it really is a very convenient and and comforting way for a cat to, to travel to someplace else other than just for a stroll around the neighborhood. But I sort of thought it was more stroll around the neighborhood, which just cracked me up, the idea of these cats seeing each other through their bubble window and going, hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I could just see all these sort of cartoon moments for these cats, like, hey, great, someone else is doing that. I'm not the only cat on the block. Being a New York City gal, have you seen more and more of people wearing your backpacks, or do you go out and – if I was you, I would pay somebody to walk their cute kitten around <laughs> all day long so that people would know such a product existed. Yes, we are seeing more and more people out on the streets, walking their cat, having their cats in a cat backpack. And, yeah, it's not just in New York. It's all over the country. It's all over the world. And, it, you know, we're we're in our bubble right, of right. seeing, you know, how many people are are doing this. And, and really a big motivator is people just want to spend more time with their cat yeah. also. Yeah. You know, so from from the very beginning, you know, when they get their their cats as kittens, they know that they want to acclimate them to being outside, to being outdoors, to being harness trained, to being uh, backpack trained. And so a big part of, uh, of our company is that we don't only, you know, manufacture and sell these really high quality products, but we also provide a lot of education and community and content so that people are well prepared and have a lot of tips and advice on how they can take their cats out safely because we also don't sugarcoat or try to pretend that taking out a cat is the same as taking out a dog because right. it's not. <laughs> right, Very it's different. not. And it def- definitely takes a lot more time and patience. So we want, we, we really are the leaders in the uh, education side of things to help people take their cats as we like to say, beyond the great indoors. uh, Oh, that's adorable. Okay, so since you are the educators and you give all these tips, like what are your top 10 tips or what is your first tip? What's the first thing to do? Absolutely. Well, the number one thing, the very first thing before you take your cat anywhere, of course, we always talk about safety. So regardless of what type of 
small outing or big adventure you might be doing, you want to make sure your cat is microchipped. Well said. You want to, yeah, you want to make sure your cat has an external ID tag. Mm-hmm. You might want to consider getting some sort of GPS or tracker. We like to explain the differences between a GPS and something like an AirTag because a lot of people aren't familiar. So an AirTag can be, or a tile tracker can be great if you're in some sort of urban center, but they do need to have Apple devices around to be able to be found versus a GPS will work regardless of where the cat is. So that is more of a recommendation if you're doing something like a park or a national park or more woods-based traveling. Okay, so let's um, so let's just say GPS tracker on a dog has to wear a collar that has the tracker and mm-hmm. is connected to some, I don't know if it's a monthly subscription kind of a yes. situation. Is it the same for a cat? Yes, yes. So uh, there are GPS devices that, you know, oftentimes they'll come with an attachment where you could put it on a collar or you can put it on a harness. So um, we actually have an exciting partnership in the works that has to do with GPS trackers. Ooh. So stay tuned for that. Stay um, tuned. But, That's really yes. cool because we do think we, if this is like the global we, not the royal we, um, think mm-hmm. that cats, if they're going to come out of that pack or they are going to come out of the pack after all, they're, and maybe not just at home, that a harness made just for cats, not some sort of a dog harness, it, am I right that that's what we think in the industry of cat loving industry is the safest and best way for them to be uh, restrained, held, caught? Oh, yeah. Not yeah, a collar. So, so, right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we actually at this point, we do we sell more harnesses than we do backpacks. Um, so harnesses have scooted ahead, even though we uh, started our product line just with backpacks. So, you know, we highly, highly recommend that if people are taking their cats out, even if they're in an enclosed backpack, that they also have a harness on the cat. And they're, you know, we have two different styles, for instance, so we have more of a vest style harness that has more coverage. And we also came out recently with a very lightweight, strappy H style harness that, you know, is great if you feel like your cat's going to want more flexibility or not going to be more comfortable not having so much coverage. But yeah, it's really important, in our opinion, to have both. And you can clip your cat's harness into all of the backpacks that we sell. And it's just, it's just a really good idea to have both. And in addition to that, we recommend a collar as well. You know, so some people actually put a ID tag on both the collar and on the harness. So, you know, we're talking about a really blinged out cat here. These travel cats are, (laughs) they are just, they're like mountain climbers, a lot of equipment, carabiners (laughs) holding on the other thing. So, you know, you talked in the beginning about serial entrepreneurs, and, and people know that one of the things I adore is entrepreneurs in general, privately owned businesses that, in my view, and I know this sounds naive, haven't sold out to venture capitalists, but I'm sure they will come calling at your door and you and your husband will. Uh, maybe hold the line and and not uh, and not go that route, but particularly women entrepreneurs. And I think it's great that you're doing it as part of a couple, because women entrepreneurs don't have to be sole pioneers. You know, hanging out off the the edge of a cliff on their own. It's really important to have a partnership. But how hard is it within a marriage to make a business, which is a huge risk? I mean, that's what I love about entrepreneurs. You have a vision. 
And you have to have a lot of guts and courage to say, yeah, that's what people really want. Backpacks for their cats. No, they don't mm-hmm. exist yet. People don't even know they could do it. But we're going to make this happen. And then spend a lot of money on product development and prototypes. I mean, it's not cheap. I'm obviously telling, not telling you something you don't know. But how much money without being vulgar about it. Does a, does a person have to spend to sort of realize a vision or a dream to see if they've even got something? Well, you know, that that is not an easily answered question. You know, there's so many different types of businesses. and I mean and yours. Things, but, I mean yours. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, for us, for us, I, I would say, you know, it's it's a really exciting time to start a business because it's definitely more e- easy than ever to to get started in a small way and and grow uh, in a smart way. So you know we're really proud that you know from the start we've always been a profitable business. We've always taken you know slower, smart growth uh, as as our approach. Um, we want to have a sustainable company and uh, oh, I see. you know right. a big. I just have to say, I've met Emily in person. Well, I made that clear. And she's young, and I love the youngness of it. But, of course, sustainable. I mean, that's just a buzzword, a normal thing. In your generation, there's nothing that isn't supposed to be sustainable. That's the whole point of, you know, being on the planet is to please stop ruining it. Whereas older companies and and older people like me, it's like, oh, that's right. That's a good idea. Sustainable is a good idea. But for you, it's almost like a necessity. It's how you live your lives in a certain age bracket, isn't it? Well, yeah. And I know for us and really what I meant by that term in like a business sense is, you know, it's not growth at all costs, right? Right. Yes. It's profitable. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Uh, you know, we we have a we're really proud of the growth of our product line. But you know, as I mentioned, we started just with backpacks, and then we brought in harnesses, and then just as we got to know our customers, we got to know the the needs of what folks wanted. You know, we continue to build more and more, and that's been a huge part of our growth is the product development, and that's a big part of my role and. Something I've really, really enjoyed is is working and and talking directly with our customers, as we lovingly call them, <laughs> to to develop new products that don't exist or to improve products that do exist, and to be you know creating things that really make a difference in people's lives and are impacting some of the best relationships that we we have, which is our you know relationships with our pets. That's really sweet. So you're on the phone. I guess it's the phone. Maybe it's text. And you're back and forthing with your customers. And is your husband doing the books? Is he doing the engineering? Is he the supply chain? I mean, there must be so many moving pieces. Your part sounds pretty fun. Or you make it sound fun, but there's all the drudgery of like, oh no, the four thousand yards of neoprene or whatever it is came out the wrong color, or it's defective, or the price just doubled because the ship got stuck. I mean, has there been a lot of that? We did have one time where we thought that our ship had sunk. <laughs> we got oh my goodness, that our, our container might have been on a ship that sunk, no. and we were expecting to get a container filled with soggy goods but luckily that never has happened to us oh my god you know what one of the reasons ian and i work so well together is because we do have very different strengths and we 
you know, operate pretty autonomously within those nice. realms. So, you know, I handle the uh, organic marketing, community, customer service, product development, talking to customer side of things and you know, everything underneath. And for him, he handles the business operations, the the actual operations of the warehouse. So we do have our own warehouse. So we ship from our own space, which we wow. are really, really happy that we do because it really gives us great control and knowledge over what's happening with our products, how our customers are receiving them. Uh, and he also does all the paid marketing analytics side of things. Wow. Um, so really the main part where we come together is on product because I do the product development and talk to the customers and he's the one then talking to our manufacturing partners. It's pretty it's pretty cool that you can share this and yet have a delineation because otherwise you'd just be tripping over each other and not be as effective and efficient. How many more people do you have working for you? Um, so we have a, a pretty good sized team. It's about twenty five. Ooh, that's uh, a lot at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's exciting. So you know, like I said, we operate our own warehouse, a marketing team, and a lot of experts um, that we have in in different areas of the business. So, in other words, a mom and pop shop in modern times takes a minimum of twenty five people to keep control of it to be in control of it and have it be all under your own umbrella and not having it be something that basically is taken over by something like an Amazon where you really don't have control. It's just funneling through an anonymous kind of a, a marketplace. It's directly yeah, well, with you. I think that sounds very different to me than than many other companies and probably means that it is truer to your vision than if you had to yeah. meet an Amazon price or – I don't know. It's just like Amazon just seems like this big dark hole that everything falls into. And I love the idea of a company being under the umbrella and control of the people who created it. Yeah. It, you know, eh, Amazon is is a beast. I will say that, you know, for us, we we really aim, you know, we started direct to consumer with our own website. That's where we do most of our business. But as we grow, because, you know, we, we do want to grow and we want to reach as many people as possible sure. to, you know, realize that this is possible. So we are really at a point where we, you know, we know we need to be where our customers are. So, you know, we, we do sell on Amazon, but it's just Right. Us. I didn't and really mean us. to say ill of them. Sure, sure. It's just I love that you have your own warehouse, your own people, yes. your own yes. customer service. We've run out of well, time, I, Emily, I, but you and Ian have created something amazing and Travel Cat Shop is the website where people can see all this groovy stuff. And, of course, write and call Emily and tell her your dreams. She'll make them come true, it appears. Emily, it's it's just great to meet you, and congratulations on your success this far. I know you guys are going to continue rocketing in the cat world. Thank you so much. Thanks, uh, thank you, Tracy. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening, and I also want to thank Wonderside for their support. It's a company founded and run by a woman entrepreneur who wanted to find an effective way to keep fleas, ticks, and other pests away from her pets and home instead of putting toxic chemicals in or on them. Wonderside makes plant-powered products to keep parasites at bay without dousing your cats and property with ingredients that are harmful to them and the planet. 
A final pause up to Dr. Elsie's for all the fine products they make and their unwavering support of my mission to make life better for each and every kitty cat and their people. If you have cat problems or questions you'd like me to talk about on the show, please write me to Tracy at TracyHotchnerPets.com.